chaos is everywhere. So we have a decision to make, you and I, and I figured why not come here because that's fun. Uh huh. So I've been, I was looking into the episode we're going to watch of the Deep Space Nine episode. Somehow, just the way the episodes aired, we're we're a little bit out of whack if we're going to do this by air date. The episode of Voyager that we're supposed to watch um, next week is actually aired the day of the last episode of Deep Space Nine we watched. So to Not get caught cool. back up, we want to watch Voyager today if we're going to keep going by air date. Uh, already on Deep Space Nine. I mean, so it's up to you. We can still keep going back and forth. The stories do not intersect enough where it should be a problem. And okay. if we get to an episode where it will, I'll just stop us and make us watch the other one. Okay, I think um, that's a better idea. Okay, so we'll just keep going back and forth. <laughs> I did research for both episodes, but I can definitely just switch over to DS9, so that's fine. Yeah, right. that's cool. Okay, so yeah, if you we're not technically then we're not going by air date because this episode aired on the twentieth of February, and the next episode of uh, Voyager we're going to watch, I believe, aired on the thirteenth. I don't know how we got weird. I think it has something to do with just the way they originally aired there were there's uh, up coming up there's like an entire month where there's no ds9 but there's voyager episodes so Correct. It's, it's, so i have no idea what's going on but we'll just Suck keep it, going back it. and um like i said the two stories do not affect each other there's only like one or two instances where they even intersect and i'll just keep my i'll keep my eyes open and if we're going to see something we shouldn't see i'll stop it okay all right so, that, with that being said, welcome to Chaos the Foul Frontier. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, who's got to get up early for work in the morning, is Mr. Our Device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it, whatever. <laughs> Today we're watching Season 3, Episode 16, you just heard us decide it, of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, called Profit Motive. Woo. And I'm just getting that pulled up right now. Just one second. Yeah. So Pull up your face. <laughs> May God bless uh, my, soul, my child. I still got a bit of the COVID, and I actually worked pretty much my full shift today, so it Damn. makes the call a little bit more pronounced. I wish I could say I feel sorry for you, but I don't. No, I, I doubt you would. Even if you weren't going through a tough job, I was just telling the listeners why I might cough every once in a while. Oh, um, like the story. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm good to go. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay, and we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. Giggity. And like most good episodes, we're going to start with a close-up of Quark having an orgasmic face. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that's basically where we always want to start. Yeah. Um, I also want to say hello. We have a bunch of new listeners. Uh, thanks partially to DJ Madman and just his weird friend group. Um, yeah, so hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed some Star Trek with us. 
Woo, Star Trek. Like, yeah, we we had our best day ever um, last week, which was about three or four times as many plays as our best day before that had been. <clears throat> so, Made us feel about as good as Quark getting his ears rubbed. Yes, but clearly what we're really worried about is Quark getting his ears rubbed. No. This is um this is a straight comedy episode. There's not a lot of uh, action. This is all supposed to be funny. So buckle in, Good. everybody. It'll be great with you know no sound. <laughs> that's why I got to read the subtitles. I know it's hard, but that's what we got to yeah. do. I'm tired to read. <laughs> at least at least it's not the Voyager episode where you can't read the subtitles at all. Right. Yeah, that still bugs <laughs> the crap out of me, man. I have, like, you're going to have to start listening with the sound now because I have no idea why it's doing that. It's so weird. Anyway, doesn't matter. Not not this week, anyway. I mean, if only we had started this, like, you know, five or six years earlier, we could have been watching Voyager. And Netflix has been on there since, you know, I've had Netflix. So... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nothing's more important. Yep. In case you've missed the other episodes with the Ferengi, uh, whenever you see that gold staff, it means a lot more important stuff is about to happen. Yep. <clears throat> Almost inconceivably, if you will. <laughs> this is a sitcom waiting to happen. It's Quark and Zach. <laughs> All right. Keep here we go. Nice job, buddy. Thank you. Oh, so much. I already told you guys the date, so we're just going to get right into this. So much looking at the space station. Woo. Space, the first frontier, am I right? Yeah, that's why our um, show is called The First Frontier. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I'm good at this. I'm a professional. Uh, me too. So, oh, speaking of uh, professionals, well, mostly just to give people a heads up on what's coming. It's pretty much nailed down that um, DJ Madman and I are going to watch the uh, three cage match together from uh, nice. Uncensored just to get his you know, thoughts on it. Um if we get a chance, I'll definitely have you join us for the after conversation. But we already pretty much know your opinion that it's horrible and no one should ever watch it. So, oh, yeah, pretty much. If we need to, I could I could definitely fill in that part of the opinion. Yeah, um, it, it would. Yeah, I was going to say there's a good chance you might have to because remember I work six days a week. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's our um, that's going to be our bonus episode for this month. Uh, probably towards the end of January, you'll get a bonus episode with us watching that match. Whoa. What's Which better than be like having people talk about that match once, having them talk about it twice? 
I was going to say, that's like the fourth time I've watched that match in my lifetime. So that's four times too many. No, I take that back. Three times too many. I, I, I do think everyone should watch it once. I think anyone in the wrestling world should watch it once to, so that they know what never to do. Like, this is the worst it could possibly be. And so let's let's never do this yeah. again. Like, modern WWE is, is, is hot garbage. But, like... I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch a full raw modern day than watch that match. Yeah, and that's three hours. So, um, what's going on here is that uh, Bashir has just been nominated for some fancy pants award. It's actually kind of an inside joke because when because um, a lot of the writers on Star Trek did all the shows. When mm. the next generation was nominated for best drama for an Emmy, like most of the senior writers just knew you're not going to win because you know sci fi doesn't win, right? Um, but some of the like younger writers like started to convince themselves that they could actually win, and so that's sort of where this storyline comes because the award he's been nominated for is supposed to be the type of award you get at the end of your career as like the capper to everything you've done. Oh, so, so same type of thing. Like he's not going to win, but he starts to think he might. And I'm pretty sure he got nominated for his work with uh, keeping Barayal alive. I think that's what they say he got nominated for. Yeah, he's just saying that the average person that wins the award like lives another five years because yeah. that's how it works. <laughs> I like that. This woman was 106, and when she was nominated three years ago, they said it was too soon. Oh, I can't, like I get that there are these type of awards, but I, I really wouldn't care too much when I got nominated for something like that. Yeah. Just be like, yeah, that's fine. I bet she will. I'm sure she will. In fact, I think besides the stuff going on with the Ferengi, which is the main story, we're going to hear a lot more about this. Yeah. Hold the shells. It's like the pulp of orange juice. Some people love it. I love some millipede juice. There's a good chance, probably not in our lifetime, but in like our grandchildren's lifetime, that we're going to have to start eating bugs as a society. I'm down. Have to wait for Nog to get back to clean the room. Uh-huh. Anybody wondering, Nog is, of course, at the academy. 
going through his first training with Starfleet. But they said he was visiting his grandmother. Oh, did they? I thought he was yeah. already at the academy. That's my fault. It's kind of a weird training thing anyway, because like when he does go, he seems to come back really quickly. It's not oh, like really? a four-year college thing. Gotcha. Like he He's gets assigned to be... Yeah. Well, I mean, he does pretty good with the academy. I'm just trying to think if like he was assigned for some reason. I guess we'll find out when we get there. <laughs> I mean, I would steal stuff from where I work. No, I wouldn't. Quiet down. <laughs> I never stole stuff, but at one point my work did offer free snacks. We got like, um, I think it was gone by the time you got there. They had like peanut M&Ms and a giant dispenser. I took more than the, my fair share home with me on occasion. Which is probably why it's not there anymore. Probably. <laughs> I want to get out of here. Well, I want you out of here. I feel like there's got to be some empty quarters somewhere. Yeah, that's right. You tell the Nagus what's what. I'm sure it'll go over fine. Better than you think. <laughs> and a lot of time to think about that on the walk over. Yeah, right. I find it interesting. This episode's actually uh, directed, and it was the first time he ever directed anything um, by the guy that plays Odo. Really? Whose name I cannot pronounce. But yes, this was his first uh, directing job. <laughs> He's off to a good start. You know what's weird? Yeah. In the Ferengi world, Nagus basically just like grabbed Quark's stick and shook it a little. I mean, you're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. That's why I said it. It's that's how lock like I'm not a sports guy, but isn't that how locker rooms work? You slap each other's butts or something? You don't grab each other's dicks. Yeah, I've never that's more that's more what that was. Oh, I'm just saying. There's now. There's less reason for me to go to the locker room. I always yeah, thought you ever, a little shake. Have you ever seen uh uh Key and Peel? Yeah, I've seen most of it. Which plot? You know the slap ass skit. Oh, the slap ass. Yes, slap ass. Slap ass. Slap ass. Oh. Yeah, basically that's what locker rooms are like, right? And that's 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 no weirder than that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so what we've just found out is that the Negus has rewritten the rules of acquisition, which is apparently a thing that he's allowed to do. That's insane. I mean, he's the leader of, like, the entire race, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be hard. They never really get into it. I think it would be hard to, like, just even add to it, but he rewrote the entire thing. What is going So, obviously, the there's something going on with the Nagus. And the first rule was, if they want a refund, give it to them. <laughs> Uh, you know it's bad when his bodyguards crying. Yeah, right. Rule number twenty-one: never place a place profit before friendship. Latin tarnishes, but family is forever. This is interesting. I, I am very curious to see what's going on with him. I feel like he's either like under some sort of like mind effect or like drug or something, and they just don't realize. Yeah. This is actually, um, I thought it was a really interesting reason that this episode came about. The guy that wrote this actually wrote a story like this when he was first starting in TV for the uh, sitcom Taxi. The idea for that sitcom was that Louie, who was um, Danny DeVito's character, was really excited for his uncle to show up, who was like a womanizer. But when his uncle showed up, instead of wanting to be like all, you know, about getting women, all he wanted was his ex-wife back. So it's sort of the same idea of like just the disappointment of you know, why has this person changed? Oh, that hurts. <clears throat> yeah. I just thought it was like I would never even think that this had anything to do with the sitcom, except for, you know, all the jokes we make about sitcoms. Right. Jeez. Yeah, something's definitely wrong if the word honest is being used. Quark is trying to find a code in the book by reading every first <laughs> word. Hey, what does it mean, brother? It means absolutely nothing. I wanna know if that was in the script or if he just decided to lick the book that they made. Yeah. If that's improv, that's genius. That did not come up in my research, and that's one fact I wish had been in there because I forgot that he licked the book. Hmm. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. That's a good plan for you, actually. Yeah. 
Yes, you can. <laughs> Ron is very good at acting like he knows nothing. I like Almost. how he had one episode where he like stood up for himself to advance the plot for Nog, and now he's just back to being his normal self. Yeah, but that's always under. There's a lot of other episodes where he stands up for himself. There's always that undercurrent of that he could in any moment, but he chooses not to because he really does love his brother. Yeah. <clears throat> and he honestly understands his brother is better business than him overall. Oh, look, a friend, you just gave away free drinks. I'm sure that happens all the time. Plus, his taste for beetle stuff. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's fun for for him and Cork, but, I mean, it's not fun at all for the Beatles. I would imagine so. Hey, just out of curiosity, I know we're watching Star Trek. Have you been watching the book of Boba Fett? No. I, I would really recommend it. It's very good. Honestly, there's so much for me to watch in so little time. Yeah, I gotcha. If you're in a Star Wars mood, it's definitely worth the time. I mean, or you can just watch more Star Trek, because obviously we're going to get to the Jedi here any day now. Something's seriously wrong with him. Also, we brought back the um, the the item that constantly gets re- mentioned as an inside joke: the self sealing stem bolts that um cor- that Nog and uh, Jake sold at one point. <laughs> yes, at a fair price. <laughs> I like how the Nagus is acting like like this isn't a big thing. It's like it doesn't even register for him what everything like used to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is an interesting thing because this becomes a uh, um, recurring thing of the dartboard. Eventually, they put it up in Quarks, and it's um, it's sort of like their way of having him place where the uh, characters can get together and, you know, hang out kind of thing. In mm-hmm. Next Generation they played poker and they actually considered doing a pool table but decided on darts when they found out the Voyager was going to do a pool table instead. Oh. I actually find that really interesting because uh, the episode of Voyager we're going to watch next week is the first episode that introduces the pool table, so it's kind of funny that they're ending up back to back like that. Let's face it, you're never going to win. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure he's just screwing with them to make darts. Yep.
<laughs> and Bashir's doing it right back. I don't know if they've, they've talked about it a little bit, but I don't know if they've really established it. Kid, uh, the uh, Magus's bodyguard will never talk to anybody else. Right. Um, it's part of their species that they don't talk to anybody about their employer. Although we do get to actually hear him for the only time in this episode. I won't, won't say why, but there's a reason that we're going to actually hear him talk later. But it's it technically still it's not breaking our rule. <laughs> I like that. He says I'm malleable. He could make me whatever I, he wants, and I won't even try to stop him. I'm surprised they didn't throw in a um, a uh, gecko reference there and make the tenth rule greed is good. They instead made it greed is eternal. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe they just didn't have the rights to it and they knew they'd get sued if they did that. You and I will personally be there to get shot with him. Pretty much. Hey, I was right. Corp was saying the same thing. So I'm just before curious, he gets all killed. What do you think the um what do you think happened to the negus? So I don't think you'll guess I mean, it. There's gotta be something. Oh, yeah, there's something very specific, but it, yeah, honestly, you just it seems so out of left field, but it does make so much sense. It's actually weird they hadn't thought about this before. Hmm. I mean, there's no medical reasons what we're finding out right now from Dr. Bashir. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
wonder if like there, they don't ever say this, but I wonder if there's like a Ferengi version of like Alzheimer's where they do get very generous in their old age. Everybody treats it like a disorder because they're friendly. <laughs> it's a surprise. That's what makes it a lot of surprises. I will say, if there's no medical reason for this, I am very intrigued to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to admit, some of the best, like, writing, because, like, up to this point, they haven't really explored what's the reason, but it's a very important reason for the overall show. Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm talking around it because I don't want to give it away to you mostly I hope the the listeners are prepared of course the bodyguard knows but he can't tell anybody because he has that stupid vow of can't talk Oh, wow. Yeah. So what they just did was they went to shift, and he has one of the orbs from the prophets, you know, the wormhole aliens. That's true. I'm to remember how many they're supposed to be. I think there's like nine orbs overall, but they each have different uh, like properties to them. This is weird. I, I do love all the uh, orb um, like visions kind of look like this. I do love the style of like shooting.
Hmm. I mean, based on the Nagus, it seems like he has his entire mind to lose, honestly. His personality. So, yeah, basically the prophets are the reason that the new rules were written. Um, I'm, they're going to explain it in a second, so I won't tell you the whole story behind what's going on, but it, it makes a lot of sense once you hear the whole story. <laughs> So, yeah, basically, because he's going to explain it, um, the Nagus went into the wormhole with the orb to try and figure out the future because he knows from the Federation that the aliens can see the future as well as the past. Wow. And, um, yeah. But they still don't know exactly what happened to change him, but that's what he was doing. <laughs> I like that. I have a plan. Does it involve me? No, not really. Oh, I like that. I like that idea. If I were auto directed this episode, I would have found like a reason not to be in it just so I get to do the makeup. Right. That's a it's tongue twister. It's very gossipy of you, Odo. Yeah, this is very non Odo like, honestly. Which is an interesting thing to say knowing he's directing the episode. This is very unlike him. Yeah, I think honestly, like I think they did it because um, you could see Odo having like a lot of weird contacts. I really think this would have been better served by a different character. I'm not sure who. But I don't think Odo's who I would have picked to do this part. Yeah. Maybe Garrick. 
I could see Garrick having a weird, you know, contact list sort of like that. Oh, yeah, I think that would have made more sense, actually. I mean, that, this would have been a good episode for him to be in for the for the side B story. Yeah. I mean, every episode's a good episode for Derek to be in, as far as I'm concerned, but that's, you know, beside no. the point. Cobusian Barley. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> it's okay, Quark. I forgive you. My God, he has to be saved. He doesn't give a reason why he can't, but he can't. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so yeah, since like the first episode, this is Really, the only other time we were going to see the prophets in person. We've seen other orb visions, but they haven't gone back in the wormhole to talk to the prophets. <laughs> no. Touching his dick again. Saying that he likes him at the same time. I mean, that's right? implied. Whoa. Ah, yes, Quark has seen the light. That also means the second character on Deep Space Nine that gets to talk to the gods of Bajor is Quark. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Bajorans aren't aware of that. I get it. You're the wormhole aliens. Yeah, you tell him, Cork. <laughs> I like that. Did the Cisco send you? 
Yeah, that's how they always talk about him. Later on, it makes more sense. But yes, he is the Cisco to them. Yeah, so here's why that guy can talk because he's not really the bodyguard. He's one of the uh, prophets in this situation. And in case um, anybody doesn't remember, the reason that they're talking about the game is the way that Cisco teaches them about linear times through baseball. Mm. Um, because when you throw the ball, they don't, that's how you explain it to them. When you throw the ball, anything could happen, but you don't know until you do it. Because the prophets, they didn't understand that anything could exist without knowing what the future was. So, yeah, baseball is a very big metaphor when it comes to trying to understand time from the perspective of the prophets. So, sounds about right. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> So basically, the way he puts it is they de-evolved Zek, but yeah, they basically just made him less greedy because they could do that sort of thing. Damn. Again, if we're doing Star Wars versus Star Trek, there's a species in a wormhole that could de-evolve a species if they want to. Yeah, but Force Lightning. <laughs> Fair. There is Force Lightning. Like, I'll even give you the cool Star Wars. But can they have the high ground? I don't know. Does the wormhole count as the high ground? Oh, that's fair. I don't know if that counts. I think it might. Nah, he's not wrong. Yeah, even the Federation has that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right, but there's also different motives. You could go with the non-getting money motive. Yeah, he's not going to say that. No, of course not. I will say, though, like, the the Nagus was quote-unquote de-evolved, but he was still, like, eating and drinking. Right. No, clearly, Quark is just being selfish. Yeah. But that that's sort of the Ferengi point, so. Yeah. He's, he's really good. He's really good. Yeah, Quark... Almost at this point, because they don't want to hang that. Like the prophets do not want to have dealings with the Frankie at all. But they could have done gone further and said that you guys can't even go through the wormholes. So that ends all the trade in the other part of the galaxy. Mm. Yeah. 
I mean, there you go. I mean, that's a good deal. <laughs> oh god, the the Negus is back. <laughs> Does he remember what he was like? No. They really. don't really say, do they? Yeah, I don't. I like I don't know if they ever go into all the well maybe they will like give us like one more scene where he's like what the fuck was I thinking? Like the winner is Doctor. Maybe in 40 or 50 years. Actually, based on what he didn't want them to make a big deal out of it. He thought he was going to win. 40 and 50 years, though, at the age he's supposed to be, he would still be too young. He said the 106-year-old was too young. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. A little pat on the head. Good job, Rob. You genius. <clears throat> they really are related. Just when you think they're not really brothers. And I bet Cork takes the majority of that. One would hope. Yep. All right, and there you go. There's a uh, profit's uh, motive. What did you think of that episode? I actually liked it. I thought it was really interesting. I, I, I really am happy with the fact that I had no idea what was going on for most of it. Yeah. No, it definitely comes out of nowhere. But again, like I said, it does establish a lot of stuff that later becomes very important with the prophets. Yeah. So. No, that was really cool. 
So yeah, next week we'll be going back into Voyager. Uh, this episode, the next one's called The Cloud. It's a pretty good... Um, it, yeah, it's got a lot of action to it. Uh, basically, it's an episode where Voyager um, encounters a life form in space. And it's just, it's a really interesting sci-fi episode. Um, yeah. I don't want to get too much into it because it really is just about them finding this cloud in space and it gets all weird. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Voyager gets weird? Pretty much. So yeah, this uh, no Wednesday will be Chaos at Ringside where we're going to discuss AEW and I'm sure some of the releases that just happened with WWE because of course they did. Oh um, man, I am... Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I, I'm not really surprised, honestly. It's just it makes no sense, but I'm not surprised. Well, with Braun Bricker uh, being the new world champion for NXT, I think they pretty much wiped away the entire NXT brand that was there before. Yeah, pretty much. That they're just waiting for the last few people to leave, basically. Yeah, I think Johnny Gargano's out now. He's yeah, uh, he's done. It's yeah. like. Honestly, the only people I can really think of off the top of my head that are like still there are like Roderick Strong. Uh Champa's tech Champa's still there. Yeah. And Pete Dunn. If I had to guess, I'd say Champa's probably gonna end up being a backstage guy next. Because like I don't think he'll want to go to the main roster. Yeah. yeah, no, he'll probably be like a backstage coach or something for a month, and they'll, they'll then they'll release him. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about that on Wednesday. Um, yep. I don't know when this stuff's coming out, but uh, DJ Mamma and I are also doing some bonus episodes. So in the future, we're going to have Spawn from 1997, which we've already recorded. And uh, we're going to do Constantine, the movie. And, um, yeah, so lots of bonus Less stuff coming but up. still not bad. What? As in less woo, but still not bad. Yeah. I like both those movies. Spawn was pretty funny. Um, yeah, so I guess just uh, keep yours open. Uh, join us for Chaos and Moonside, and I hope everybody has a good night. Woo. Everyone have a nice night. Do <laughs> Good night, everybody.